Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast to see live today. We are back on a Tuesday, episode 146. I don't know why, but I was just thinking to myself that I can come in with a new jingle, even though I keep saying that and I never do because, let's face it, I'm like a lot of people, I don't like change. I, I just I just don't like dealing with change when it comes to something that is either working or something that's meaningful to me. But I was literally thinking about starting off on a Tuesday and sometimes on a Friday. And I'm like, well, let's just call the podcast for what it is. Every Tuesday I come in and sometimes on a Friday with my new work schedule and... You know, if there's anything that could be breaking news and it couldn't be breaking news, it is what it is. But don't worry, I'm not going to put in a new jingle yet. It, it's it's like one of those moments where you just got to, you got to go with the flow. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh! What, what, was, the, what was the fourth season called? Um, not the fourth season, but the fourth series. Zexel, you got to feel the flow. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate that character so goddamn much. But anyway, a lot to talk about holy shit did we have so many stuff that doesn't even make any sense what i just said we had so much shit to go through over the weekend and i don't even want to beat around the bush anymore this podcast is mostly most likely going to be around 45 minutes to an hour long let's face facts here because there is just so much to talk about now before i start off i do want to say that there's going to be a lot of stuff that I'm just going to zip through, some things that are going to be repeated, and other things that are going to be like, eh, I really don't care as much. But so if it cares to you, if, if you care about it so much and it doesn't, uh, you know, it has no fathom or excitement for me, it is what it is. We're fans for a reason. We like certain things and we don't like certain things. But I will say this. I broke my number one rule. I... <laughs> I've been harping about it for months and months and months. You know, hold on, I gotta do I gotta do this correctly. I broke my one rule. Oh, the natural rule you're gonna have to break, which is the only way to survive in this world is without rules. And tonight you're gonna break your one rule. What is my one rule? I watched it. I watched the main event. I watched the new Batman trailer. I know. I know, I'm a hypocrite, I know, blasphemy, blasphemy, but it was one of those moments where I'm like, you know what, I haven't seen anything exciting in a while in terms of looking forward to something with the exception of, you know, the Spider-Man trailers and everything else that's coming up very soon, and now with the Eternals coming up in the beginning of November, and everybody is talking about it, I'm like, I, it was one of those moments where I felt like, let me not be outside the circle on this one. Let me let me watch it. You know, an instant reaction. Let me talk about it just for a bit. And my main fear was the fact that I would see something that I either don't already know 
or something that doesn't spoil too much. Because let's face it, when it comes to trailers, you know, the studio's marketing strategies, they always give more than they intended. And I have to say, I still don't know anything, which is good for me. It's good for me, it's good for you, it's good for everybody. So let me not beat around the bush anymore. This is episode 146. It is going to be all, well, 90% DC talk. We're going to go into our, you know, quick Marvel news. And then we're going to go straight into DC. So, by all means, let's get this party started. Let's get this party, you'll hear. Let's get this party started. Or whatever the kids say nowadays. This episode of the podcast gives a big shout out to the Marvel movies. Yes, we're going to go right into it. The Marvel movies, we got Doctor Strange 2. We got Black Panther 2, Thor 4, Ant-Man 3, and whatever movie that I seem to forget off the top of my head, but it's also being postponed. And I have to say, when I first heard about this news, and a friend of mine was the one that told me this news, a co-worker of mine that I actually, you know, I hang around with time to time almost every day. He told me the news, and he was very pissed off. He was, he was you know, he was irritated. I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what, more postponements, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. You know, at this point, nothing is set in stone anymore. And then I realized why it happened. With the Batman trailer that occurred and the Batman being released March 4th, it makes absolute sense for these other movies, especially Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, to get postponed right away. And as we know, whenever it comes to Marvel movies, once one gets postponed, the others follow. It becomes a domino effect. And there are specifically two reasons why. I've already said this on Twitter, and I know... Kev Michaels, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, buddy, by the way. I know that you were slightly irritated about this as well. I have to say, it's really not that big of a deal. And let me explain why. We got movies that always happens. Most of the time, there are three main months where either Marvel or Disney or whatever studio, they make the majority of their profit. Most of the time, it's always summer blockbuster films. One is always in May. The other one is always in July. And the third one, most of the time, is in November. So if you look at all of the movies that has happened up to this point from the decade long of Marvel all the way till now, most of the time, they always select those dates. So when you have Doctor Strange 2 coming out in May, you got Thor 4 coming in July, and I forgot which movie coming is coming in November. I, I completely forgot which movie comes in November, but if you know about it, you can definitely know in the you can definitely let me know in the in the chats or the comments. Regardless, what I'm trying to say, I'm sorry if I'm stumbling too much, you know, I'm trying to calm myself down. You know, gotta breathe, man. Gotta breathe. What I'm trying to say is this. It's not that big of a deal. It's their way. Number one, of not competing with the Batman. They Disney definitely do, do not want to risk that, especially with the fact that it can cut their global ticket sales in half or by a quarter or whichever. They're trying to take any advantage they can. And by releasing a movie in May where we can have much more of a chance to enjoy it, appreciate it, maybe they can finish whatever post-production things that is going on behind the scenes, whatever they need to do, this time, honestly, I'm all for it. I am. I'm actually all for it. And 
Thor Love and Thunder. It's coming out in July. And the other movie is coming out in November. I believe it's Black Panther 2. Please don't quote me on this. I believe it's Black Panther. If Because I know it's not Ant-Man 3. That's not coming out until 2023. But there's another movie that's supposed to be coming out around that time block for Marvel Phase you know, Marvel Phase 4, and I'm trying to remember what it is. And for the life of me, I cannot remember. Regardless, it is what it is. You know, we can't do anything about it. Try to see this as a positive. Try to see this as a positive. They want to make their money. They don't want to compete with the Batman. Everything falls as a domino effect. It is what it is, you know? So I guess my main shout-out goes to Disney, I guess, for... Being a strategist, sort of, I don't know. It's it, again, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, we got new dates. Hopefully, they won't be changed again. 2022 is just around the corner. We're only two months away, three months away for the new year. All we can do is time will tell. Time will tell. That's all we have for the shoutouts. Let's dive into some DC fandom, some DC talk, everything related to DC. Let's give Marvel a break. That comes right in a bit. So before we start anything off, I just want to clarify real quick that I actually found the dates in terms of when the Marvel movies were going to come up, and I know it was going to be bothering me throughout the whole episode of the podcast, so I just want to make this, you know, I just want to get this out of the way, then we'll go into DC, I promise, no more Marvel talk after this. So Doctor Strange 2 will be coming out in May 6, 2022, right? Thor Love and Thunder will be coming out July 8th, 2022. Black Panther 2 will be coming out in November 11th, 2022. You see, as I said, May, July, and November. And there's always a three-month gap around a three-month gap right in between. So it's always around those dates. The Marvels, that's the thing that I was missing. And it's no wonder because I couldn't remember anything because it's kind of irrelevant to me. Kind of. Kind of. Don't get your panties in a bunch. It was kind of irrelevant. The Marvels comes out February 17th, 2023. And Ant-Man 3 will be coming out July 28th, 2023. Now those are your dates. And hopefully they do not change in any way, shape, or form. Who the hell knows what's going to happen between now and then. But you have the dates. It's coming from yours truly. That's coming from another source, from another source, from another source. So mark all your calendars down. And, uh, yeah, that's all there is to it. Let's get this party started. So, I said before that when DC Fandom was going to be happening, I wasn't looking forward to it as much as I wanted to. And the main reason was, I felt like I was setting myself up to be one of the people that would be disappointed if for any reason I've seen something or if they promised us a date, they meaning the studios, the directors, the hosts, and everybody else, that if they would give us a date, they're not going to follow through with that date because of everything going on in the world so far. The COVID situation, the vaccine mandate situation, and everything else in between. 
But then I had to put that aside where I'm like, you know what, Garcia, stop being a Debbie Downer. You know, just enjoy it for what it is. Even if they postpone it again and again, at least it's happening. At least it has something, we, we can have something to look forward to. It's not going to be the same situation where they have, they announce like rumors uh, something is in development, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, yes, uh, I'll mark this calendar down right now. And yet, maybe two or three months, they scrap it out because they couldn't get the right budget, they couldn't get the right actor, they couldn't get the right director, the producer, whatever. So, again, it was one of those moments, plus I was working so much. So, let's face it, I, I, I was working so much. So, what I'm going to talk about, I'm going to uh, break down the news in order. From the article that I have right in front of me. I'm going to try to break them down right in order. With the Batman being the main event. The main event of the evening. I'm going to do that. And if I feel like skimming through. You know. Uh, I hate that plane going on in the background. God damn. This is why I seriously need a box type of a booth. You know something soundproof. To ensure that no sound can actually bleed into the microphone. And yet somehow it's. Oh my god, just the little things, man, just the little things. But yeah, I'm just going to go through everything in order. If I skim through something very quickly, I apologize. It is what it is. Maybe I don't know too much about the characters. Maybe I don't know too much about the projects. Or maybe I just don't give a shit. I'm being honest. I Maybe I just don't give a shit. So, I'll do what I can. Now, Garcia, stop being around the bush. I know, I know, I know. Stop being around the bush. I got, I got it. All right. But first we... Oh, I feel like there needs to be a jingle here. Alright, here we go. Some DC fandom talk. First and foremost, Black Adam. I saw the art. I saw the teaser trailer. Dwayne The Rock Johnson looks badass. I think I said before that I didn't really know too much about Black Adam. But it was one of those moments. And of course... He had to be summoned, or we always have these things where people interference always like does something. They archaeologists or someone they they just touch something on the ground, and then Black Adam just appears out of nowhere with this, you know, hulking looking body in his black suit, and everything is just made out of electricity, which is so funny because Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the Rock, the character, the Rock from WWE, that was his shtick, that was his memo, be like the most electrifying man in all of entertainment. When you got goosebumps going around, I can't do a fucking rock impression, so give me a break. But you got the most electrifying man in all of entertainment. Well, you be laying the smack down on your candy asses. That shit. But yeah, Black Adam looks awesome. And the way he just took that security guard and fucking electrified him into dust. Into dust. And Black Adam has always been a very interesting villain. Always been a very interesting anti-hero. And I'm interested to see what Dwayne The Rock Johnson... I feel like I have to say his whole name just to like put some respect. Gotta put some respect in that shit. You know what I mean? I'm very interested to see where he's going to go from here. I know that there's going to be other characters that are going to be involved as well. The Either the JSA or other members of the Justice League or the other side of the Justice League. You know, we got, um, uh, I'm, oh my god, Cyclone. I forgot one of the other names, of course. But, you know, we got, uh, I was about to say Doctor Strange, but it's not Doctor Strange. I Oh my goodness, my my mind is just drawing a blank right now. 
Oh my goodness. But you know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. It's it's just one of those moments, I swear. In any case, so we're going to get other characters involved. We're going to get other people, obviously. I'm trying to see, or I, I'm wondering if if they do the movie, are they going to have the crossover between Shazam and Black Adam right away? Chances are they won't, because Shazam is going to be having his movie, Battle Fury of the Gods, so there's going to be that scenario. I'm wondering if at some point, either after these two movies are introduced, that they're finally going to do their crossover. Maybe a third movie of a crossover together. Maybe it's one of those moments where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm actually looking forward to seeing that. I really am. And for a long time, I always thought to myself, you know what? Why don't they just make John Cena as Shazam? Because it would be the perfect scenario, it would be the perfect fit where you have Dwayne The Rock Johnson going off against John Cena like they did in WrestleMania a couple of times. But then that would have been too easy and it would have been way too cheesy. Because I'm pretty sure looking at it from another fan's perspective, they're going to be like, hold on, I've seen this shit before, twice, years ago. Why? Not to mention John Cena has already been cast that he's going to be playing Peacemaker. So it just wouldn't make sense. But regardless, I'm actually glad that we finally get to see Black Adam at his core, you know, at, 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 as his, at his, he looks like someone that you should not fuck with. Let, let's, let's just put it that, let, let's, let's just put it at that. Since this is bothering me, I'm going to grab the characters that Black Adam is going to be associating with, and uh, let's see who else is going to, because Oh my goodness! Again, it's it's just drawing it's just drawing my blank here. There we go. Just a society, the Just Society. So we got Doctor Fate, we got Hawkman, we got Adam Smasher, Cyclone. I knew it was Cyclone. I knew one of them was Cyclone. Are they going to be the heroes? Are they going to be the anti-heroes? Are they going to be the villains? Are they going to go up against Black Adam at first, and then is he going to recruit them because he earned their respect? Who the fuck knows? Regardless. It's interesting, and I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. I know it's coming out around 2023, if I'm not mistaken, either towards the end of 2022 or somewhere else in 2023. So, meh, we will see what happens. Next up, we got Grant Gustin and The Flash. I haven't seen the trailer. I know they're up to, like, season 8 on the CW Network, and Grant Gustin actually posed a picture, or the studio posed a picture of him wearing yellow boots, which is like a classic Flash type of a look. If you're a big fan of the CW network, or the Arrowverse to be exact, and you are caught up with these shows, more power to you. I am so behind. I am like, I'm like nearly at the starting point. Not even at the starting point. I'm like, if this was a marathon, I'd just probably be like 10% along the way of all these shows coming together because there's just so much content to just go right through and I thought to myself you know what let me just save a season or a show 
every month and let me just binge watch it as much as I can. A, it would have been a terrible idea because one, I would have gotten very fatigued of superhero stuff right away. Two, I do not have the time to binge watch everything with voiceover and everything else in between. And three, I didn't know that I was going to start working full time in voiceover and the radio gig for me to do all of this. So if there's just some things that has to be sacrificed and not to mention, let's face it, the CW network, the Arrowverse network has gotten so woke. It has gotten so diversified. It's just at the moment where I'm just not interested in watching as much as I want to. With that being said, as sometime it will pass and I know eventually I'm going to have to watch everything from the very beginning. But now that we're up to season eight of The Flash, it's. I might as well watch a YouTube guy, the, um, the man of recaps or something, and then just go through there. Because I don't know if I have the patience to watch every single thing. You know, call me a hater, call me whatever you want. It, It is what it is, you know. But the boots look cool. The boots look cool. So, there's that. Next up, we have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. You know, showed a little bit of a teaser, a little bit of what's going on behind the scenes. You know, a little bit of that. And I know a lot of people are sick of seeing uh, Mira because she's played by the, the, the one who will not be named. Uh, she who will not be named. And it's one of those moments where, fuck it, it's Amber Heard. It's Amber Heard. God's sake, it's Amber Heard, you know. But I do trust James Wan. It's the same way that I trust James Gunn and... Maybe I change. I trust them because they both have the same name as my best friends. So there's a little bit of biased perspective in that. But the fact is, I watched the trailer. I watched the teaser trailer, and there's definitely going to be, from the looks of the concept art, everything is going to be bigger. And one of the things that makes me so afraid, and this is like switching topics a little bit, but it kind of relates to what I'm trying to say. There was at one point that James Wan actually wanted to make a trench film. And I think that idea just got scrapped out right away. And I think being a horror director, like a massive horror director, like James Wan is, he wanted to show not only the big environment of the sea, but everything. Because from the first movie, everything was colorful and big and bright. And, you know, the the environment is like Atlantis is in its own world in and by itself. And I think with this movie, with The Lost Kingdom, it's going to be slightly darker, at least what I think it is, and everything is going to be bigger. And one thing that I really love about when it comes to world building like this is the fact that you can have certain concepts where the heroes can face off against giant creatures. Maybe this is me being a kaiju fan. Maybe this is me just wanting something a little bit different. Or maybe something that we can rehash in terms of, okay, you have these heroes here. You have this situation. And then you have these gigantic behemoths. Because let's face it, you're dealing with the world of Aquaman. You're dealing with the sea. Chances are you're going to face off a lot of creatures that are mythical, are big as shit. And you're going to have to go off against that. The Leviathan, for God's sake. I mean, who would not want to see the Leviathan in an Aquaman movie? That'd be fucking sick. I mean, the first movie had freaking sharks with freaking laser beams on their freaking heads. I want to give a massive shout out to the person that got that reference right away. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's like, 
something big, something bold, something that that can that can make us go fuck yeah. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. And chances are, maybe none of that is going to be in the new movie. Maybe it's going to be in the third Aquaman movie, if they ever make one. But I saw the teaser, and I'm excited to see Black Manta return. I'm excited to see uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman again, especially with his black suit. Again, being one with the sea, being one with the depths of the ocean, being one with the depths of the abyss, it could be spectacular. Or it could be a dumpster fire and we'll just pass it along like nothing. It it happens. It happens. It fucking happens. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom coming out December 16th, 2022. Which is funny because that's what happened with the last film a couple of years ago. So, seems to be a pattern here. Seems to be a pattern. Next up on this little rundown, we got the Milestone Media. Now, a lot of people don't really know what the Milestone Media is, but they are a company from comics back then in the 90s. They were developed in the 90s, and their main purpose was to represent and make characters of color. So you got Static, you got Icon, uh, you got, I believe you have... um, Goddamn, uh, Hardware? Yes, Hardware. You got Hardware... Uh, the return of the Blood Syndicate. Like, you have all these characters. And what's very unique about them is... They say people of color, characters of color, superhero characters of color. But it's mostly African Americans. Mostly. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's there's really nothing wrong with that. But I'm pretty sure they're, they're, they do not want to make it derogatory or somehow racist if for any reason they just they say oh we're black comic books or you know this is the comic books just for black people no like it represents more than that especially when you have situations where people grow up in the projects go up with poverty you know uh gangs and and so much other things that is very realistic and i should know because i grew up in that i did i grew up in the projects i grew up um, being surrounded by thugs and, and criminals and things like that. And thankfully, God, thank God, I got myself out of that situation. But I don't forget where I'm coming from. And in a way, Milestone Media actually resonates with me a little bit because I know what it's like for these characters to live in certain conditions like that. I've known many friends that have learned that have lived in conditions like that. So I'm actually interested to see where they're going to go with this. And apparently they're going to make an animated movie that represents this. Because let's face it, Static is a fan favorite. Because if you remember before when I, and, and I believe Michael B. Jordan will be producing for a Static film if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that if I'm mistaken. But I believe he's going to be producing a black film that, an African American film. I, I could say black. Can I say black? I don't like it canceled already. Can I say black? They're going to be making a black movie, an African-American movie that features Static in it. And uh, I'm actually interested to see where they're going to go with that. Because I know they're going to make an animated movie and they're chances are they're going to make a real one. Because remember, during that time in the 90s, they wanted to make this character be like a... Not a carbon copy of Spider-Man, but somewhat similar to him with much more of a realistic feel, if that makes any sense. And I already stated my reasons already. Overall, I'm interested to see where they're going to go. I'm interested to see how the movie is going to look. And it may connect you more than you think, especially if you're the type of person that grew up in those certain conditions like I did. So 
It might hit home. It might not. If you're curious about it, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Next up, we have the trailer for Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. You must kill the Justice League. I saw the trailer twice. And for one thing, I'm a huge fan of the Mark- uh, the Arkham game. I was about to say Markham. I'm a huge fan of the Arkham games. And if you're a fan of the... Mar- uh, again, Markham. If you're a huge fan of the Arkham games, then chances are you're going to like this too. And what I liked about the trailer is the fact that they actually have much more personality into these characters. For one thing, you're just dealing with four. You're just dealing with four characters, which is good because you don't want to over overcrowd a game when you have multiple characters. It's never a good thing. At least in my opinion, it's not. You have Harley Quinn, obviously. You have Deadshot. You have King Shark. And you have Captain Boomerang. That's all you need. That is all you need. And judging from the trailer, when you have these characters going up against not only the Justice League, but you're going up against a Justice League that has been controlled by Brainiac. I think it's Brainiac. I'm sure it's Brainiac. I'm 97% sure, like a condom, I'm 97% sure that it is Brainiac. And everyone is being controlled. It kind of seems like it's, it's one of those moments where you know that it's going to be fun. And the reason why I say that is because when you have characters like this, and we've already seen the two Suicide Squad films, we can't help but resonate ourselves in terms of these imperfect type of characters. And it makes it that much more enjoyable. Especially since I'm sure there's going to be a moment where you get to play each character at any point in the in the game. Amanda Waller's going to be in it. There's going to be a lot of violence. It's clearly rated M for Mature. The graphics look spectacular. The fact that they're developed by Rocksteady makes it fucking awesome because I'm a huge fan of Rocksteady games. It's going to be awesome. It really is. And I can't wait to see where they're going to go with this. I can't wait to even get my hands on the game. I really do. The game is going to be coming out sometime next year, if I'm not mistaken. And I can't wait to get my hands on it. And chances are it's going to be exclusive to the PS5 and the Xbox One. So I'm going to have to get my hands on one of those very soon. Especially if a friend of mine is going to contact me and give me a certain something something. Because I haven't seen him in a long time. But I digress. I digress. You know. I can't wait for the game. I cannot wait for the game. I haven't played. I just realized I haven't played my fucking games in a long time. God damn. I am so behind. Oh, step your game up, Garcia. Pun intended. Step your game up. Next thing to talk about, we got Peacemaker. Mm. I want to hesitate a little bit. I don't want to hesitate a little bit. I saw the trailer and we knew what it was when we first saw him in the movie. A douchebaggy Captain America. But in this trailer... It goes a little bit deeper than that. It, it could really because he feels like he's genuinely a. It feels like he's genuinely a good person trying to do the right thing in the wrong ways. Now, some people can view it as an antihero. I view it more as a misguided character, and I don't really know where I can fall him in. Is he a villain? Is he a hero of his own story? Is he is he an antihero or is he something else? It's hard for me to pinpoint that because the trailer definitely showed who he is or what drives him in a way. 
uh, if he believes certain things to be good. There was a moment where he's hugging, which is funny as hell, where the American Eagle is actually giving giving him a hug. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty nice. He clearly has some father neglecting, neglecting father issues, some neglecting daddy issues. There's going to be a lot of blood. It's going to be a lot of fireworks. Fireworks meaning exciting stuff. And of course, once again, it's directed by James Gunn, which makes it that much more awesome. And it's coming out in January 13th, which is more awesome. I really do hope that we get one of the other returning characters to come back. I really do. Chances are it's not going to happen, but considering the fact that it would just... uh, The presence of someone else, like, you know... um. Not Deadshot, but what's his fucking name? The guy that was Deadshot, Idris Alba played him, and it wasn't Deadshot. My mind is just drawing a fucking blank right now. It it drives me crazy. It drives me insane. It drives me insane. God damn. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about, though. You know what I'm talking about. Their presence would just overshadow the character, and we don't want that. We really don't. So, what I thought about the trailer, I liked it. It it really made me feel a type a certain type of way for John Cena. Not to mention, this is John Cena's time to fucking shine. I mean, yeah, he's been through many, many films before, but for him to have a role like this, for him to embrace himself to be a douchebaggery Captain America, because let's face it, throughout all of WWE, for many, many years, people were begging for him to turn heel. They were begging. Begging for him to be a bad guy in WWE, in that world, in that era. And they never did it. They meaning WWE, Vince McMahon, they never did it because for the simple reason that he's always a good guy. He's always the kid's Superman. He's always the guy that, you know, uh, the three words, uh, rise above hate, never give up. You know, he's, he's always the guy that you try to inspire to become like. A guy that works out, a guy that can, you know, that is always the hero, that always saves the day, that always gives back to others, make a wish foundations. I know much more about John Cena now than ever before because I was a huge fan of him in the WWE times. So seeing him in this type of a role, it's different. But I can embrace that difference. I can embrace the change, especially since, you know, obviously from the trailer he spent a lot of time in his underwear so that's interesting and again I'm going to repeat this as I said I'm going to repeat this I'm interested to see where they're going to go I'm interested to see where they're going to go with him I really am so Peacemaker can't wait to see it January 13th mock your calendars down coming up next to talk about Superman and Beyond. Oh, oh my goodness. I I knew eventually we were going to come to this and I was probably going to spend maybe 10 minutes on this. Who the hell knows how long I'm going to spend on. They changed this motto. They changed this motto. I mean, the son of Kal-El comes out as bisexual last week and now this week they changed this motto. It's no longer he fights for truth, justice in the American way. No, it's now truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Now, I have to say, in quoting Nate Diaz, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. I'm not surprised at all about this. I really am not. And we know what this is all about. We clearly know. 
Now it's not representing America anymore. And the DC guys, they can try to chalk it up to, well, it's not about DC, any, uh, it's not about America anymore. It's about the whole world. It's about the whole nation. It's about everyone. You know, it's it's about everyone is included. You know, we're we're diversified. You know what? Superman is woke. Superman is now woke. How do I feel about that? How do you feel about that? Well, it's... Uh, I guess I don't care. Like, there's a, there's a part of me that doesn't really care about it. I mean, I'm not surprised that they actually went to go this way. I mean, let's face it. Superman was made... When, when was he made? 1949? 1943? 44? He was the very, very first superhero from Action Comics. The very first one. And, and, and Superman is, is viewed to be an ideal. He's made to be more than perfect. I mean, an alien that came from outer space, from the planet Krypton that's been destroyed, living as a man and tries his best to do the right thing every fucking day. The, 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 the personification of perfection in so many ways. And, and, and there was, there was a, 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 there was something about his motto that just resonated with him. Truth, justice, and the American way. And now it's truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. I work at a radio industry where they're heavily conservative. And I've been hearing this news almost every time. It's getting tiring. It's getting sickening. I won't say sickening. No, no, that's not the word. That's not the word. It's getting overbearing because everybody has their two cents on it everyone has their you know their own personal opinion be like oh why did they change superman now uh, they're ruining my childhood and now he's bisexual and this and blah 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 it is what guys it is what it is i really don't have much of an engaging argument for this i really don't because i kind of get why they're doing it again it's for diversity it's for you know, representing everyone, not just America, but everyone. And uh, there was a woman that I saw earlier this morning and I forgot her name. I really want to give her a shout out. I forgot her name, but she had a segment called Bitch Please. And during this segment, she talked about if people had a problem with Superman being bisexual, that something was wrong with their childhood. And she explained along the lines of the reason why they made Superman. Because I, I didn't even think about this perspective. And like I said, it's always good to have different perspectives. She said that if characters are bisexual and a bisexual person that is hard enough for them to come out of the closet. I'm paraphrasing, by the way. That bisexual people, it's hard for them to come out of the closet. It's hard for them to truly expose themselves or for people to truly accept them if they read a character that they feel connected and represented by that it's actually good for them on a human emotional level and I have to say there's a huge part of me that agrees with that that there really is because this is not Superman Cal-El this is, this is a completely different character. This is the son of Kal-El. This is Jonathan Kent. And if you have a different character, 
that of and of course, yes, he calls himself Superman the same way Miles Morales calls himself Spider-Man, the same way Sam Wilson called himself Captain America. We are living in an age right now where other characters, especially their either their sidekicks or descendants or whoever, takes upon the mantle because that is who they inspire to be. And they take that mantle and they run with it. It's their own legacy to continue with that character and in the memory of whatever that character stood for. I don't have a problem with that. And when I heard this, when I heard her say this, I thought to myself, you know what? She she actually does have a strong point because the LGBTQ community or whichever community, if you are associated with them, if you're not associated with them, if you classify yourself as something else, you know, whatever the case may be, if you honestly feel that you need to have a character where you can inspire to become like and DC or Marvel is providing that to you, you know what? More power to you. Because we're living in an age right now, even though people are just... Again, what I'm about to say is counterintuitive and it's going to be counterproductive. I get that. We're just living in a world right now where everyone's just so fucking sensitive with everything that's going on. But, but, I do know, I do know what it's like to be ridiculed for someone that you are and for people to not accept you. And when it comes to comic book characters, because what do they mostly do? They inspire us to be better. They inspire us to do more. They inspire us to be more. And as I said, with, with, with Superman being the most perfect person that he is, and if his own son can inspire more people to be more than they are, to not be afraid, to inspire hope, who are we to take that away from them? Again, it's good that I learned about this and I thought about a different a perspective on this because, you know, again, I, I know it's new. I know it's not, it, I know I said earlier that I didn't like change. And I know that if people don't understand it, then they it's, it's so easy to hate on something. But before we hate on something, let's understand why this is going on. And I remember what I said a few months ago. It's not the fact that the studios is shoving, you know, diversity down our throats. It's the it's the media. It's it's the negativity of people spreading it like a cancer or disease that makes us feel a certain way. And that's why we get so fucking tired of it. But because it's a new character, Jonathan Kent is a different character. When they made Tim Drake bisexual... I felt a certain way. I really did. Because I felt like you're just doing it just to do it. With Superman, the new Superman, Jonathan Kent, I didn't feel that way. I felt, okay, alright, you got your own character. A version of Superman, because there are different versions of Superman, let's be honest. And he resonates with you. You know, that's good. It's good. And that's something I can accept. And maybe you can accept it too. But then when he's changing the motto, truth, justice, and a better tomorrow, after how many, again, this is from the 1940s. And now we're coming into a new age where we have to represent the masses. We kind of know what you're doing, DC. We kind of know what you're doing. And uh, I don't know. 
I I honestly don't know how I truly feel about it. Maybe it's because there's a huge part of me that just just accepts it. That okay, truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Okay, Superman and Beyond. All right, cool. Do you? That's why Batman has always been my favorite. Do you, man? Do you, boo boo? Do you, boo boo? Do you? But yeah, in terms of um Jonathan Kent, the son of Kal-El, being bisexual, I get it. I get it. Just to point out real quick, I actually had to take a, right at that moment, I actually had to take a small break because I was getting dehydrated and it was one of those moments where I'm like, all right, let me just stop real quick and let's, let's just continue the, continue the recording. So, (laughs) but yeah, hopefully, hopefully it wasn't a too bad of a cut. Hopefully it wasn't too bad. Anyway, as I said before, I get it. It is what it is. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Now, in other news, coming up next, we got DC's League of Super Pets. And we've seen, not we, but if you remember, I think it was like the mid-2000s, they had a cartoon show where they had the Super Pets between Crypto the Super Dog and every now and then Bat, uh, Bat Dog or Ace would be, you know, he would make cameos every now and then. And it was one of those moments where it's like, okay, this is definitely geared towards kids. This is definitely geared towards kids as well, but with an adult feel to it. And of course, they have the, no pun intended, the dynamic duo, where they actually have Dwayne The Rock Johnson being crypto, being super dog, and they have Kevin Hart as ace. Now, at first, I thought to myself, what? But then I took a moment. I'm like, you know what? You know what? It it kind of makes sense. Because let's face it. The Rock and Kevin Hart, they're best friends now. They're like great friends. And when you have characters, regardless if they're animals or not, you need to have chemistry, especially when you're working together and you're co-hosting a movie side by side. And these two have fantastic chemistry. Not to mention with Kevin Hart actually being Ace, Batman's dog, there's going to be a comedic feel to it. And I'm not mad at that at all. I'm actually looking forward to seeing this movie. And I'm actually looking forward to bringing my nieces and my lazy panda to see a movie like this. So, great credit to even making this movie and great credit to voicing these the these characters because let's face it I want to voice an animation character very soon as well so I can't hate on it I'm actually in, I'm actually enjoying it I'm actually looking at this from a different perspective it doesn't have to be all batshit serious on you know I am Ace and I am the dog of Batman you will respect me you know there's nothing like that it's you can tell that Kevin Hart is trying to put on a darker voice, but come on. We know we know the shtick. We know that it's supposed to be this way. I'm just hoping that they don't make him a him being the ace character, the dog, being like a like a bumbling idiot or like a sidekick type of a character because that's not that's not what the dog of Batman would do. If they're going to have these characters coexist with each other, they have to be on an equal playing field. 
if that makes any sense. But from what I see, this movie has a tremendous cast. They have, you know, as I said, Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart. They got Vanessa Bayer. They got John uh, Krasinski, Diego Luna, Natasha Lyonne, Kate McKinnon. You know Kate McKinnon. And she's she's on SNL almost every time. And she's... My best friend likes her a lot. And from what I've seen, she's funny. Not in the Ghostbusters films, but she's pretty funny. And you even have Keanu Reeves. What more do you want? What more do you want? This movie is coming out May 20th of 2022. It's definitely going to be... It's going to be an interesting blockbuster. And like I said, it's geared towards families. You know, kids, adults. Anybody can love this movie. And I'm looking forward to it. I really am. We got Doom Patrol... The season finale, well, I won't say season finale, but they've already given ahead for the fourth season. And you know me, you know I love Doom Patrol. It's one of my favorite DC shows of all time. I'm a, I'm two episodes behind with so much work that I've been doing, but the third episode will be appearing this Thursday. And from what I see, from what I know, from what I like, some shit's about to hit the fan. I can't really harper on it too much because I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but something's got to give. Something's got to give because we already had a major death happen in the beginning of the series, in the beginning of the season, and now chances are there may be another one coming through very soon. I don't want to harper too much on it, but you know that I love, I love the show and... I can't wait to see more. And the fact that there's a fourth season coming out. Oof. Music to my ears. Music to my ears. Next up we have The Flash. I saw the trailer. I liked what I saw. And. It's pretty. It's it's a pretty given to what's going on. I don't want to spoil too much on the people that have not seen Flashpoint. I really haven't. But if you're on this podcast. You know full well that you probably have some expert and some knowledge on the Flashpoint story as it is, and you've already seen the trailer, that's his mom. And Flash goes back in time, or races back to time, that makes no sense, goes back in time to try to save his mother, but by doing so, he opens up a paradox, meaning Flashpoint. And from the trailer, from what I've seen, the, the sneak peek trailer, as Ezra Miller actually called it, there's three characters that we already know. First of all, Supergirl. God damn, she looks good. I know it's a different Supergirl. I know it's a, it's a different from an alternate universe. Holy shit, she looks fine. Oh, she looks beautiful. I forgot the actress that plays her, but oh my goodness. She looks gorgeous. Very, very gorgeous. Ooh, beautiful Supergirl. Very beautiful. So that way we have her and we have the two Flashes. We have our current one, and we have a different phone from a different point in time. And then he asked the question, are you in? And we know that it's Michael Keaton. And they did a very interesting thing where they did not show Michael Keaton as, you know, in the full Batman costume. But if you're a fan of 1989 Batman, ooh, do this bring back memories? And this is nostalgic to a point where it's like, oh, yes, I can't wait to see him again. I can't wait. So, I know The Flash will be coming out, I believe it's next year. Hopefully, it won't be postponed. Again, don't quote me on it. And, um, yeah. 
the Flash. Flashpoint. They might as well call it Flashpoint because that's exactly what it is. They they might as well call it Flashpoint, but I guess they don't want to confuse it too much with the animated movie, The Flashpoint. So, meh, there's that. Next up, we have The Sandman coming out on Netflix. It's coming out very, very soon. I don't know too much about Sandman. I know that they have an audiobook series on the character, and I know that Gwyneth not Gwyneth, I'm sorry, Gwendolyn Christie, if you remember her, she is Brienne of Tarth, not Brienne of Ta, not Brienne Tarth, no, Brienne, you better put some respect in her name, man, Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones, that tall, that tall woman, I swear, I swear, she might as well be an Amazon, like, she might as well be training with the Amazons, and she'll be, she'd pass on very, very well, probably give Wonder Woman a, a run for her money, ooh, That'd be interesting to watch. Maybe a little bit of a crossover there. Her against Wonder Woman. That'd, that'd be that'd be something. That'd be pretty interesting. She is going to be Lucifer Morningstar. So, yeah. Again, I don't know too much about Sandman. So, I do apologize if I'm not speaking about it too much. But, hey. I dig it. I dig it. Coming out on Netflix very soon. And... Uh, can't wait to see what they're going to do with the Sandman. Next up, you had another sneak peek on the Injustice. Here's the thing. And I know that the today is October 19th. So the Blu-ray and the DVD is coming out. is already coming out today. And chances are it's on Amazon Prime. Which means I'm going to see it either later on or tomorrow. Or whatever the case may be. I don't want to harper too much on this. Because it's something that I've thought about already before. And if I haven't said it already, then I'm going to repeat this, okay? IGN, excuse me, IGN and a few other critiques or reviewers or, you know, critics or whatever, they've already given this movie a very low rating. I haven't seen what those ratings were, but they've already given it a low rating. I don't know the scores, but, you know, I, I think, I think it's like a four out of 10, a two out of 10, a one out of 10, a three. I don't fucking know. But all I know is that they gave it a very low rating and I think I know why. I know. I think I know the reason why. You cannot fill in five years, five comic book issues, including the game, including a prequel story, into a seventy-nine minute animated film. You just can't. You you just can't. I've read. Since ever since we had the DC Comics um app on HBO Max, not HBO Max, um before they transferred to HBO Max and before they decided to cut that off, the DC Universe app. I've read all issues because I was a huge fan of this Elseworld storyline. I was a huge fan of the Injustice comic book storyline. I've read all issues. I've read it twice because I was a huge fan of it. There's so much that goes on in those five years. And it's hard enough to try to cram in all of that into a span of 79 minutes in an animated film. This movie or this animated movie would have benefited so much if it would have just been divided into two or three parts. I honestly don't know why they went down this route. I really, really don't. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I can only imagine that it's going to be a huge clusterfuck. And I'm not the type of guy that would judge something by its cover. I'm not the type of guy that would, you know, 
take other people's opinions and then pass them off as as uh, as my own and or maybe I do do that who the fuck knows but you know what I'm trying to say it's it's one of those moments where it's like this is setting up for failure it's the same way nearly the same reaction with the apocalypse war movie that happened last year or was it 2019 no, it was definitely last year. It's the same reaction that I had with that. When you're fitting in so many characters and you're just feeling in so many deaths just for shock value. What this is different. Because you're dealing with an evil Superman. But the problem is there's just so much that goes on within the span of five years. Not including the game. Not including um, the side quest of the characters. Because there was also a little bit of a side quest where Harley Quinn gave her storyline didn't make sense to me, but eh, we went with it. You can't fit that all in a 79-minute film. You just can't. You, you just can't do it. So, maybe I'll give a thorough review either Friday or next week. But, I'm really not looking forward to it. Not to mention, they've already released so many clips on YouTube as it is. They've already released so much on YouTube. It's... Oh my goodness, there's going to be so many key points that this movie is just going to pass right by. And who knows, maybe they thought that the the span of within those few years were not important. But to a diehard DC fan, or a casual DC fan that have played the games and have read the comics, you're kind of pissing a lot of people off. I'm talking to you, DC. You're kind of pissing a lot of people off. But, again, I haven't seen the movie. And if you're just relying on that for me to be like, oh, well, actually wasn't that bad. Uh, 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 we'll see. Next thing to talk about, Blue Beetle. The next Latino superhero, not Batgirl. Well, <laughs> kind of took a little bit of a dig there. Blue Beetle will be getting his uh, debut very soon. And I'm interested to know who's going to be playing him. As a matter of fact, do we know already? No. Because I know the directors are... His name is Angel Manuel Soto and Gareth Dunneth Alcocer. I don't fucking know. And stars Zolo Maridueña. Maridueña. I have no idea who these people are. And I'm sorry if I butchered their names. But... The all-Latino team promised a highly authentic, uh, authentic authentic vision. I can't even talk anymore. The all-Latinx team promised a highly authentic vision of the Latin American superhero that's fun and humanist, but also rich with feelings. We also got our first look at Blue Beetle's suit in the film with a snazzy piece of concept art. Yeah, I've seen the, I've seen the thing. I know Blue Beetle. Not a diehard superhero fan of him. Sort of. I understand that I'm Dominican, but I just see that and I'm like, all right. Again, it's because I've resonated so much with other characters like Miles Morales, that's half Puerto Rican and half black. And you got Miguel O'Hara, Spider Man of 2099, that's half Mexican and half, you know, white or Caucasian, whatever the hell he is. And then you have other characters and you have other Latino characters. And, you know, Blue Beetle just didn't seem grand to me and that's just me you know to other latinos people to the other latinx since you know people want to use actual terms fuck it latinos 
Okay? Latinos. That represents everybody. Latinos, Latinas, women, men, all cultures, Latinos. The fuck this, the fuck this X shit. Get, get, get the fuck out of my face. I don't care if you, I, I don't care if you're hearing this and, and you get pissed off over what I just said. Fuck that. It's Latinos. I don't know who the hell came up with Latinx. What about us? So what about me? Fuck out of here. I'm sorry to go off on a rant on that, but give me a give me a fucking break. It's Latinos. It's always been that way. It always will be that way. And putting an X next to Latin is not going to change anything. Give me a break. You know, stop being bitches and accept history for what it is. Stop it. Oof. Gone on a little bit of a rant there. Oof. Gotta calm myself down. Pull back, Garcia. Pull back. Blue Beetle will be making his debut. And... I guess when I see it is when I'll be more enthusiastic about it. Right now, I'm just not enthusiastic about it. Because I've seen him a lot in the games. I've already played as him in the Injustice game. And I've already seen him in the Young Justice series from HBO Max. So, eh, it is what it is. Eh, it is what it is. DC's Monkey Prince. I don't know anything about him. I really don't. I'm wondering if this is DC's way of trying to counteract with Marvel's Hit Monkey. I know zero. I, I, I'm looking at the concept art right now. I, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, a little bit of a hiccup. I, I don't get it. So we're just going to skip right by that. Gotham Knights, they came up with another trailer. Beware of the court. Beware the court of owls that watches all the time. As we know... We know that this game is not a direct sequel to the Arkham Knight game, even though it should be, but it's not really mm. so confusing what they're going on with that. But we know what it is. Bruce Wayne died. Batman is dead. So now it's up to the sons of Batman to save Gotham. And this time they're going to go up against one of the most lethal super, not superhero, supervillain groups, one of the most villainous groups ever. The Court of Owls. And I can't wait to play the game. I look at the graphics. And maybe it's because I'm comparing it too much to the Arkham games that came before it. Even though it was highly inspired by them. I look at the graphics and I look at the characters. I look at Robin and, and you know, they just look different. And I understand that it's made from a different studio. They just look they just look different. And I guess for me, it's like, uh, you just don't look like you. Because I've seen Nightwing in the Arkham games. I've seen Robin. I've seen Red Robin. I've seen Tim Drake. I've seen, you know, I I've seen Jason Todd. You know, Jason Todd in the Arkham Knight game, he looked slimmer. He looked, you know, normal. This, he kind of looks a little bulky. I don't know, like, is, is it just me? Am I thinking way too much into this? Is, is it just me to the point where I'm like, alright, you changed it. Why, though? Like, the character designs look so different. You know, Batgirl, when Batgirl, when I was playing as her, I forgot, I forget if it was Arkham Knight or Arkham Origins, but I was playing a side quest character of her. I believe it was Arkham Knight, if I'm not mistaken. And she looked slim she looked good she looked awesome like she looked genuinely badass with this in this game she looks ordinary and maybe that's what i'm trying to get at is that these characters the gotham knights they look 
ordinary. I don't know. It like there's just something about. I understand it's made from a different animation, um, a uh, uh, different gaming studios, and it's not made by Rocksteady. I completely get that, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking too much into this. And once I play the game, I'll just you know pass by. Every studio has different things. It is what it is. So, uh, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. But anyway, um. A friend of mine just texted me, you know, <laughs> saying for, you know, football and everything else. So that's neither here nor there. Anyway, coming up in the next news, we got a new Batwoman season three trailer. I'm just going to pass right by this because I feel like I'm beating a dead horse over this. I really do. I- I'm-, I'm just feeling I'm beating up a dead horse. Now Batwoman is teamed up with Kate Kane's sister, Alice. You know, a different version of Harley Quinn, I think. I saw the trailer and uh, I feel so bad putting down the show because I can tell the directors and the showrunners are working very, very hard to make this a spectacular show, but it's not capturing me. It really isn't. And uh, until I see from the very beginning, you know, uh, moving on. We're, we're just going to move on. Season 3 is coming out. I saw Killer Croc. He actually looks good. But we're just going to move on from this because I really have nothing much to say about it. Catwoman Hunted. We have a we have an animated movie that is clearly. <laughs> as soon as I saw the trailer, I'm thinking to myself, wow, the lip syncing is not good in English dub. You have way m- this movie. If there's an option to put it in Japanese with English dub. You better well in seeing it unless you're a voice actor like me unless you want to study the voice animation and you're inspired by that then more power to you you would have much more of a better time actually watching this movie in english i'm sorry in japanese with english subtitles because that that lip syncing with the english voice dubbing it it does not match it does not look good i'm sorry i'm calling it what it is it, I, i'm i get it no, I don't get it. <laughs> I saw the trailer and trailers do this thing where they would take sound bites from different moments of the movie and when it comes to animation, they try to overlap it where the mouth movements try to see if they can actually match the recording. A lot of animation studios does this from like the beginning of time. They do this all the time. And when I saw the trailer, I'm like, Wow, that English dubbing is not matching their voices. And if they're doing that in the trailer, imagine what it's like in the actual movie. Immediately, I was turned off by it. I don't I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm calling it like it is. You know, I can have high praise when it comes to certain things, but I'm also going to critique certain things as well. And I I noticed it right away. It does not look good. You know, you have way better chance of watching that animated movie in Japanese if they make it in Japanese with English subtitles. So, you know, with Catwoman Hunted, as far as the trailer goes, the focus is all around her with Batwoman hunting her down. Who? Where is Batman? Where are the other characters? Who the hell knows? That it, mm, 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 it's just mm, cringy, just cringy to me. Coming out February 8th, 2022. If you're a fan of Catwoman, if you're a big fan of Catwoman, awesome, congrats. It's just it's just that 
it's just the 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 lip syncing, the the English dubbing for the lip syncing mm, does not look good. It it just doesn't. DC Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, again, I'm so behind in that, so let's just go through. Let's just you know skip right by it. Batman Unburied. We've already spoken about it before. The Spotify series. I believe they're finished already, and chances are they're going to be coming out. I don't know if they're going to come out with a new date yet, but you know they they already given us. Hey, I'm voicing this character, and I'm voicing, and we got you know Baku from Black Panther who's going to be voicing Batman. So that's pretty cool. I wonder how he's going to do with that, or how well he's going to do. So there's that. We already spoke about this before, so there's no need for me to bring this up. I know that it seems like I'm passing by. I'm already over an hour in. This is the longest episode that I've ever done, by the way. Probably the longest. Aside from me having a guest, this is the longest episode that I've probably ever done. So I commend you if you're still sticking by me. Like, holy shit. I'm just passing right by so we can get to the main event. Whew. Let's hang in there, Garcia. Let's hang in there. If, if other people can do an hour and a half, you can do an hour and a half too. Even though I'm not truly, I'm not trying to make an hour and a half on purpose. Uh, Batgirl. We already spoke about it. There's going to be the the singer actress Leslie Grace, who's going to be being the Batgirl herself, a Latina person being a Batgirl. I'm not mad at it. It's something new, something different, and. Even though I don't like, even though I don't like change, I can appreciate them for doing something a little bit differently. Where, if it makes sense, and the writers or the directors actually, you know, if they know what they're doing, they know what they're doing. We can only critique it after the movie is done. And not to mention, we've never really gotten a real Batgirl movie before. Let's be honest here. We've never really gotten something that focused, that centered around Batgirl. If we did, I barely remember. I barely remember. Because the only Batgirl content that I've ever actually been exposed to, the true Batman girl, the true Batgirl content, not the one from Batman and Robin from 1997. I do not count that one at all. Fuck that. No. I'm talking about actual comic books. And uh, uh, Batman the Killing Joke. They might as well have called it Batgirl the Killing Joke. They might as well have just called it Batgirl the Joke itself. Like, (laughs) I don't even remember reviewing that movie. And it's at the point where I don't even want to. Because the first half was just unneeded. In any case, Batgirl will be making her movie debut... I'm interested to see what they're going to do. And I believe, considering the fact that, obviously, we know Barbara Gordon is Commissioner Gordon's daughter, you know, Captain Gordon's daughter, chances are they're going to tie it up with HBO Max. And I do commend that, because if this was CW's Batgirl, it would have been another Batwoman. And, again, with the wokeness of CW... Just no. Just no. Just no. Titans. The season finale will be appearing, I believe it's this Thursday or next Thursday. I'm sure it is this Thursday, but I have a lot to say about it when everything concludes. So I'm not going to harper on that as I really want to. Harley Quinn, season three, coming out next year, sometime next year. And, you know... 
the fact that they're focusing on the main relationship of Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. All right. Um, I don't have a problem with it. You know, I commend it because it's not shoved down our throats like other things are. They actually had a decent storyline and actually grew up into that development. Not to mention throughout all of comics, they've always had a good genuine relationship. And that's something I can definitely get behind. I said it before. If you're going to make a choice when it comes to a hero, when it comes to gender identity, sexualization, or whatever the case may be, at least have it make sense. And in the context of the shows, it made sense. So I'm interested to see where Harley Quinn is going to go from here. It's going to be more violence. There's going to be more blood. I like the fact that they go balls to the wall with this show. I really do. So can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Young Justice Phantoms returned on HBO Max. The first two episodes are already out. The third one may be sometime this week again or whenever. I have to be honest, after the third season, I'm kind of eh. I'll watch it and try to enjoy it. It's just the third season spent so much time on the all these side characters that really did not make any difference to me. It, they don't they don't mean a damn thing to me. And I believe from the first episode, you know, no spoilers, but you can tell that they're focusing in a little bit more on Superboy, Miss Martian, uh, the Martian Manhunter, and um, Beast Boy. So you already have those four characters, and they're already focusing on that in the very first episode. Aside from that, everything else, it is what it is. Again, I know I keep saying that many times. It is what it is. Naomi, I know zero about this character. I know absolute zero about it. So I'm not even going to harper on that one. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. I saw the trailer and, well, the teaser trailer. I'm, you know what I'm mostly looking forward to? Mm, excuse me. Again, now now it's the exhaustion that's setting in. <laughs> you know what I'm looking forward to? Because the movie is called Fury of the Gods, I'm actually looking forward to in all the creatures that are going to be introduced where each of the character, each of the Shazam family is actually going to go up against. And I'm interested to see how they're going to work those special effects. Like, I actually want to see the mythical creatures. I want to see the griffin. I want to see the dragon. I want to see... You know, a harpy. I want to see, you know, Chimera. I want to see all these these creatures from the the mythical times. It again, this goes back to what I said about Aquaman. I want to see everything in terms of what I think is going to happen. And I actually want to see these heroes be pushed to their limits. And if they focus on everything individually, and all of the heroes individually, and they go off and face off against a mythical creature by themselves, I feel like it's going to make this movie 10 times more, uh, 10 times better. And towards the end, they can actually come back and collide as one. So that's going to be pretty cool. Lucy Liu is going to be making, is, is I believe she's Calypso. And the other person, I forgot her name, um, Helen Mirren, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on, let me look, look at my notes. Yes, Helen Mirren. So these two characters are going to be the main villains. And it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. 
Um, sadly, this movie is not going to come out until 2023, so they still have a lot to do with that. But, hey, maybe next year's DC FanDome will actually have a decent trailer. And that's a big maybe. Wonder Woman, uh, they are going to do a trial of the Amazon. So everyone from that associated with Themyscira, I believe they're going to come together as one and maybe either face off against each other or face off against like a like a legion or something. Because you have Wonder Woman, you have Barda, you have uh, Donna, the, you have Wonder Girl, you have um, all these other characters. Uh... What's her name? Yara Floor? Yes, that's Wonder Girl. You got Nubia. You have all these characters coming together. And I believe there's going to... I believe it is a massive crossover fit because we've never really seen all these characters uh, coming together as one. So... I'm interested to see that. And I've been a little bit more of a bigger fan of Wonder Woman now than before. I don't know why it is. It's not because of the second 1984 movie. I think it's because... Actually, maybe it is indirectly with the superhero... With the 1984 film. Because ever since then... Ever since when I made the episode on Wonder Woman being a reverse rapist... I kind of had a little bit more of a fascination with Wonder Woman now. But it's... I, I get it. I get it. It's weird. I get it. I, I get it. And I shouldn't be that type of person. I get it. But you have to admit, she's kind of hot now. You know, <laughs> I don't want to perjure myself or ridicule myself for saying something that I know I'm probably going to bite in the ass at some point down the road. What I'm trying to say is this. I've been paying attention a little bit more. And I've been a little bit more of a bigger fan now than ever. Especially with the animated movies and the animated shows and the comics and the Rule 34 versions. So I'm just going to keep it at that. Regardless, Amazons, Trial of the Amazons, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, it's, it's definitely a comic that is worth watching. And maybe they'll make it into an animated show or an animated movie. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty sweet. Oh boy. I want to talk about Pennyworth. But I haven't really seen the first season or two. If they do have two seasons. So I'm not going to harper upon that. But let me just get myself together. And I literally have like 12 minutes left. So let's talk about the main event of the evening i'm so exhausted oh my goodness this is the like the longest i've ever spoken like this oof oh my goodness something to look forward to if you're a voice actor i swear to god the batman you got to ring batman you got to know these things batman yes i broke my one rule i i didn't want to but i did i watched the trailer and I'm really glad that it did not show me too much. And all these other... And you see these memes all the time. Everything that happened before then. All the trailers. All the announcements. It still pales in, in comparison to the Batman. Hell, it got Disney to switch Doctor Strange 2 from the March date. And switch it into a May date. So, you got the Batman. First of all, he's gritty. And you can tell he's still he's still getting his feet wet. 
you can you can just tell from these trailers from the first one and this one and they still keep the nirvana theme song which is perfect it's definitely a noir type of a film which i definitely uh respect and i'm definitely looking forward to they're definitely going to focus a little bit more on the relationship between batman and catwoman because we haven't seen that since batman returns that was from 1992 yeah 1992 so they're definitely focusing on that a little bit more the riddler is going to be included penguin is going to be included I believe there is going to be a mastermind villain that's pulling all the strings. Who that is, I don't know yet. And the last thing I want to do is dig for clues in this trailer to try to find out who it is. But, I will say this. Gotham's prodigal son, Bruce Wayne, played by Robert Pattinson, he looks damn good. He looks really good. And if he can pull off a great Bruce Wayne... He can pull off a great Batman. March. What What? what are we? October? Five months. So we have five more months. Five months. Until this epic movie. Oof. Because what I've seen from the trailer. Like. There's going to be much more action set pieces. And the fact that Batman. You know, you know what's funny? I don't remember ever seeing Batman just walk across a hallway or walk walk across a couple people and just take bullets like it's nothing. Like, actually take shots like it's nothing. And it's like, hmm. Because they still hurt. I mean, he does wear wear Kevlar type of armor. They still hurt. But, meh. Alright. He just walks through bullets. And he's so angry. And he wants to punch someone to a bloody pulp. And I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. I really do. There's really nothing much to say about this trailer. I mean, it gives you everything that you want. It gives you a sick soundtrack. It gives you great of a noir type of a dark atmosphere. The the dark colors of red and black. My colors that represent my website. You know, it's fucking awesome. I kind of want to get a... I want to get something art that relates to this Batman now. I really do. I really do. And I can't wait to see it. You know, I I can't wait to see it. I shouldn't watch the trailer, but I did. And what was my favorite moment in the trailer is that they have another interrogation scene. Very similar to the Batman and the Joker from 2008. You know, but in this case, I believe it is the Riddler. I believe it's the Riddler. Where, you know, Batman shouts out at him and he goes, What have you done? You know, that type of a thing. And what's very interesting is he's not really disguising it. He is kind of disguising his voice. But you can tell that this Bruce Wayne is more darker. A little bit more sinister. And you can tell he has not found that moral ground yet in terms of killing and not killing. Even though if we can look back at the 1989 and 1992 films, the Tim Burton films, that Batman clearly killed people. Then we go to Ben Affleck. Clearly kill people. This one, he's at the edge. And you can tell that he's tested almost every time. Because he's just so angry. He's, he's so mean that he just wants to beat somebody up to a bloody pulp. I, liked, I really like the trailer. And I can understand why it was the main event of the entire thing. If there's something else that happened after, I didn't catch it. Maybe you did. It didn't matter. It is what it is. All right. This 
podcast has been an hour and a half, the longest one that I've ever done. I'm exhausted. I still have to talk to somebody else later on. I need to take a breather before I continue that. With that being said, it's done. It's over. Thank you so much for bearing with me in this longest podcast episode. It would have been way better if I had a partner. It would have been way better if I actually had somebody that, you know, can that I can bounce ideas from. But, you know, I holy shit, I need to take a breather. I definitely need to take a breather. Normally, we do a supervillain quote of the day, but I'm going to skip that. This episode is long enough as it is. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to Hulk smash that like button. I'm literally about to pass out. Holy, I'm genuinely exhausted. Wow. I'm literally about to pass out because I've done so much today as it is. Whew. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. If anything, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up. Voice of Garcia. You know what to do on Twitter or Instagram. You can go on my website, voiceofgarcia.com. You can email me, voiceofgarcia at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, if you want any shout-outs, if you want to talk about anything that you want, let me know, and we will set up a date. Now, again, this has gone on far enough. It is what it is. Hopefully, I'll be back Friday. If not, I will be back next Tuesday. Maybe it could be a new model. Always on a Tuesday, sometimes on a Friday. And if there's anything else, as always, when it comes to gaming news, Shows, movies, TV, or whatever the case may be. Always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Controversial or otherwise. I need to take a nap now. Till then, till next time, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't do all stupid shit. Be good to each other. Love each other. Whatever the case. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.